BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Sorry, that one took all my breath. I really went all out on that one because this line seems to go out all on Sunday. This is the most important episode we've ever done in the history of this podcast. This podcast is a little over four years old. The Lions have not been in the playoffs in a long time. First time under Dan Campbell. Definitely not in the Matt Patricia era. Um, the first year in the Matt Patricia era, I believe, is when we started this podcast. So, I mean, just to be where we're at this week, this is the most important episode we'll ever record up to this point, at least. And we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about as the Lions are hosting Matt Stafford and the Rams this week in Detroit, in Ford Field. For the first time in its existence, the Lions have a home playoff game at Ford Field. Oh, a lot of stuff, fun stuff to talk about. Before we get to all that, I'm Big Z. Let's get to the rest of the Blue Cooler crew that is here. We got UJ. Hello, everybody. Root Dog. Yo! And Connor. All right. So before we actually get into the game and all that stuff, uh, just a couple uh, things to go over in terms of the injury reports. Uh, and it's very, you know, promising in terms of Sam Laporta. Like when we first saw his injury to now, uh, he attended the walkthrough. It's still very, very iffy, but he has an outside shot, which is more than we could ever hope for after <laughs> seeing the injury initially. Did you say iffy? Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> not if he Milifon Wu. Oh, thank you. Honestly, at least at the very least, he's playing good camouflage right now. They have to plan for him. So uh <laughs> whether yeah, or not he true. plays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so he but he technically was a no practice. Uh and Khalif Raymond still very, very if he he's probably further behind, I would not expect him to play if this he... week, unfortunately. <laughs> Stop. Did I say it again? Uh, it's been scaring so me. Times. <laughs> um, hey, don't say but, that. I mean, Ray, 
Raymond's a bit further behind, but Dan Campbell's insisting the injury's not as bad as it initially appeared. Uh, so, you know, maybe there's an outside shot. I haven't heard the word outside shot with him like I have with Laporta. So, because the Laporta injury is supposed to be a yeah. lot like the Kelsey injury. And the Kelsey thing was they had to wait for the swelling to go down. Um, well, like, didn't Kelsey say he pretty much could have played that first game against us? He probably could have if it was. But a they just played game. it extra yeah. cautious. I think so. I think so. Um, some other interesting news this week is the only other probably interesting news right now is that um, well, Kaminsky seems to be back. He had an illness. He missed the Vikings game. Um, Jamo uh, back at practice, full practice. Oh, Great to hear. Oh yeah. Um, and then James Houston, full oh. practice participant. The savior of the pass rush. <laughs> um, Maybe just the but, final piece. Yeah, see, he still has eight days left of evaluation. Uh, it, basically, if he's not ready in those eight days, then he's shut down for the season. Uh, yeah. So yeah. He, um, you know, maybe they'll throw like him out for one or two plays. It, it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what they do there. So that's the injury report. Um, and the other thing I want to mention really quickly is the the NFL coaching circle and everything that's going on there with Aaron Glenn and Ben Johnson, at the very least, they have been requested by a bunch of teams. Um, Aaron Glenn and Ben Johnson have both been requested by the Washington commanders. Ben Johnson has been requested by the Panthers and our chief operating officer, Mike Disner is also being interviewed by the Panthers, which is really interesting. He's a salary cap guru for the lions. Uh, it would be, it would, it would really suck to lose him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and but David Tepper has endless amounts of money, yeah. uh, and he might throw out the wallet for him. Um, yeah, Disner is a local guy from Michigan, so mm, you know, great point. Maybe, maybe that'll keep him here. I don't know. Well, let's hope so because he's 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 worked wonders. Uh, this is know, the cost this... of being great, even, even yeah. under Bob Quinn. He, he was around like with Bob Quinn too, uh, and and he was retained by the, like that. I think that speaks to how valuable he is, uh, retained by different regimes if you yeah. will yeah the and chargers a good have, team that people want yeah you. yeah chargers requested glenn and johnson titans requested glenn and johnson as well so yeah uh they're wanted uh they are one Do or both of them are those? probably gonna be gone it's crazy they can if they want uh yeah you know if they I, did i don't think they decline them no. i doubt they well, decline I mean, those like interviews because the, like this is like asking for early access to talk to them right well, they can't talk to him until after the first game. I know that. Right. Yeah. They're just requesting it right now. They yeah. can't. Yeah. Not until after the divisional round games. So, yeah. Right. Do those hey, l- let me just say it. That? it seems distracting. Well, Let's now that's a new rule round. they put in like two years ago, I think. That you can't talk till after a divisional round. So, seems like. Hey, you let me just ask you. Quick question there, uh, Ben Johnson. I, I, I can almost assume he's going to be gone somewhere. Um, it, but if if you were going to guess which team you'd go to, which one would you say that he would maybe want to go to more than any other? I have a, an idea in my head, but uh, well, a lot of people are pointing him to the Chargers because of Herbert. Um, yeah, and the it's kind of what I was thinking too. Kind of what I was thinking too. And the tailing around it. Um, yeah. yeah, Chargers would be a fun uh, pick. So, uh, but there's also other factors here, like Jim Harbaugh could jump to the NFL. Bill Belichick could be traded for. Uh, so there's other extenuating factors <laughs> out there, uh, but the the coaching circle is a lot of fun. Like Nick Saban retired today. That yeah. someone from the NFL could go to the Alabama or something like that. I doubt it, but it's not out of the crazy realm of possibilities. 
because they can chill out a bunch of money. So yeah, <laughs> and again, yeah. like NFL's coaching crazy. salaries are pretty secret. Uh, I, like like John Gruden was a rare case where they ten for a hundred million dollars. Like usually they don't publicly say that, but the Raiders like the the bloat how much they spend on their coaches. And well, I was that, watching yeah. Jeopardy the other day, and I learned that uh, Saban was the highest paid public employee in the state of Alabama. Oh well, that's not shocking. <laughs> 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 Well, Belichick's still a great defensive coach. He just, um, he's also the GM of the Patriots and he has not, uh, picked up people in accordance with the modern NFL offense. <laughs> I think he just got hung up on the old model. I'd be curious to see what Belichick does going somewhere else with a chance to sort of sit back and recalibrate his way of thinking. Because I think, you know, it was hard to replace Brady, if not impossible, and he just failed to do it. It almost seemed obvious that's what he was trying to do. Like, yeah. Drafted yeah. what's his face and yeah. Well, as GM, he could fire himself, I suppose. But all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway. We get, we have a playoff game <laughs> Sunday night in Detroit. Yeah. And let let I, I want to shift our focus down to that game, solely on that game, everything that's about that game. And I can't think of a better way to do it than uh have a Lions Den segment. But we've got a really special guest, and I already teased it in previous uh episodes. And if you don't, if you don't recall, um, listeners, is that our producer Kid J here um, is my he's my twin brother. I'm older than him by two minutes, and let him know it. Uh, and <laughs> I'm already getting into it. He's not even entered the den yet, technically. But he's also our producer. Uh, he's a Rams fan. He was dropped on his head as a child. Uh, you know, <laughs> we we tried to correct his ways yeah. over the years, and you know, it, unfortunately, we just. He's never come around, but uh, you Lost know he, he, you know he, he, he's he, he's self sufficient, I suppose. That that's the positive. But I can't think of much more at the moment. Anyways, <laughs> let's introduce producer Kid J into the Lions Den. Kid J, welcome to the Lions Den. So, Kid J, um. I want to start by asking you a question that I've never been able to understand in the in our entire existence and knowing each other, um, which is about 31 plus years now. And, you know, I, I, I just don't get it. But you try to tell us, why are you a Rams fan? I'm a Rams fan because I, when I was um, a little kid, I felt really fell in love with the um, uh, greatest show on turf. And, um, you know, like, uh, and, uh, I really fell in love with that team and I stuck with it because, um, I didn't really get swayed by the bears because bears fans are always mean growing up in school. And I was like, I don't want to be a part of you guys. So <laughs> I just, I fall in love with the greatest oh, show on turf team. I see. And, I um, see. So you're a bandwagon fan. And, uh, and uh, you're a bandwagon fan. You you see yeah, a team yes. that wins and you're like, all right, I I'll root for that so. one. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say so because the Rams lost like for like ten years in a row, right? At, right after that Super Bowl, so just nah, like you right. were always a Warriors but... fan, huh, Kid J? <laughs> kidding, kidding. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I can ask him a million questions, but I'll throw it over to someone else right now. You, Jay. Ah, uh, all right, Kid J. What makes you think you even have a chance in this game against our team this 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 year in the playoffs? Uh, I know you got Stafford, you know the gunslinger our former QB, but uh, come on. What, what makes you think this team he doesn't have a chance against us? Dan Campbell and his boys. 
you remember that episode of Ted Lasso where they had a uh, where they had where they got Danny Rojas and uh, Ted Lasso's like we had one ace, but now we got two aces. That's how I feel this year with uh with um, Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. We got two aces now that that's are just reference. gonna tear tear up mm. the Lions. They're gonna tear up the Lions secondary. Mm. So mm. that's how that's how I feel. I think they're both gonna combine for like 250 yards receiving and like two touchdowns, and they're just gonna run all over the Lions secondary. That's like been a, that's a been a major weakness of the Lions all year. Hmm. What their secondary? The the Detroit yeah Detroit secondary. That's yeah. just an illusion. I think I think the you know, do, you, do you realize Campbell's been setting this up all year to make our secondary look bad just so we can get into the playoffs and then they'll turn it on. You realize that's yeah. he's playing the long game here. Yeah, CD Deuce has gonna have something to say about that. <laughs> I don't think so. Does it? I don't. Th- I don't think your your savior James James uh, Houston will either second. Uh, well, Kid J, Matt Stafford. Does it concern you that Stafford is absolutely one of the least mobile quarterbacks in the league, and those are the types of quarterbacks that we generally fare better against? Mm-hmm. Uh, if he escapes the pocket, he's not running for fifteen yards. I know neither. Neither is um. I think, but uh, he's pretty mobile. He's mobile. He's extremely mobile in the pocket and could dodge a a tackle or two and dodge pressure. And I think he that gave him just enough time to to zip it out with his uh, still amazing arm. So I think uh, big words now here. I don't know about extremely mobile. Yes, he's fine. He's so what game? What game do you expect the Rams to be passing more, running more? Um, I'm expecting some a lot of bootlegs. Um, a lot of zone concepts in the run game and by the way Kyron Williams I think is the most important piece to their offense and I think the Lions number one rush defense in the NFL is going to shut them down and I don't think the Rams are comfortable sitting back and throwing three downs yep uh, personally I'm not super comfortable with either but I think the Rams uh I think the Rams are going to find success running the ball I think they're going to I think they're getting I think they're going to stay a little bit ahead of schedule and you know find themselves in good um you know like second and like second and six second and five to, to set up the bootleg and be able to um give Stafford enough time because I feel like I feel like they're going to have enough success to wear down the the Lions defensive defensive line and and then by like the second half I think there's the I think the, the Rams are really going to rip it I mean it might be like uh, like they like the Rams have done in the past where they just were just uh just uh game plan hey, 15 KJ. passes to start the to start the game, but I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna do. Is it uh, mixing a good amount of runs and keep the lines off balance? Okay. No. So this is abnormal. Is you coming for have fever dreams? <laughs> fever dreams? Yeah, like this idea <laughs> that you're gonna stay ahead of schedule on our defense. <laughs> so, Gidjay, tell us about this Rams defense. Um, yeah. Obviously, Aaron Donald, uh, but then you have this rookie D de-ta- tackle, right? Yeah, we have a D tackle, Kobe Turner. Who is um? Who's like a? Who's a third round pick along with along with another edge rusher, uh, um, um, Bryce Young. He um, he uh, they they've been a Byron like a rookie, Young, you mean? A duo, Byron. Uh, sorry, Byron. Young, I know yeah, your team, Byron, Byron Young. Young. And then um, uh, Byron Young. And then um, uh, they have like eleven and a half sacks this year. And then we have like this uh stud linebacker Ernest Jones who uh who made who picked off Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl when he was a rookie. So he's got big game experience, and he broke the franchise record in uh, in tackles this year. Nice. And I think that the secondary is a bit is a bit um is a bit young, 
and there's a little bit of been big there's a little bit of an experience and they have been given been giving up some big plays this year but i think they're the rams are the rams adapt fast and adjust fast in games and i think they're going to adjust to the, the oh, lines offense wow. trouble, their pass rush is pretty poor and slow and, and slow hey, how much time we got how much time did it does he have to be out of the hospital are you concerned at all about the lions o-line versus a subpar rams pass rush they've been bottom 10 most of the year i believe I think the I well um well Aaron Donald totally changes the yeah but he's like eighty the Lions yeah, yeah is he is he a reduced version of himself in the past how how much has his game fallen off this year it it's like not really fallen off at all he's still like he's still he was still like top five in like pressures this year and um uh he was like still like the his pretty old dominant self and I think he'll be able to um be able to cause a lot of pressure for uh, Jerry Goff and rush him out of the pocket and where where the rest of the the Rams defensive line will be waiting for him. And you know, Jared Goff isn't isn't like a isn't um Josh Allen out there. So I think he'll I think really the Rams will be able Josh to get Allen to him pretty easy. Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah. Hmm. He's much better. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know you're so delusional, kid Jay. I mean I've known you all these years, but it's uh, weird. It's like you know a guy, really you hard. think you know a guy, but you think you know him. Right. But I got an important question for you. You know, I've you never I've never asked you this question. Kid J, um, you know, if you're such a big fan, sing me the fight song. Come on, do it. The Rams don't have a fight uh, song. Well, then make one up right now and sing it for us. Yeah. A true sure fan would do fans that. have met in a pub before. Yeah. You're telling me when they won the championship, they didn't have like a song everybody was playing or anything like that? Everybody's blowing bubbles. No, no. Bubbles all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there was no oh, fight man. song. What kind of team doesn't have a fight no. song? Just Stafford pushing photographers off a of stage, right? Whoa, yeah. I can't believe like yeah, a, a, yeah. Like a California. Oh, oh Stafford slander. Matt Stafford oh, no, is a slander. Saint. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we should talk about the Stafford <laughs> dialogue oh, Stafford after soft. this. Episode. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Have to sit out the last game of the yeah. season. Yeah. I I'd like I want, to deliver. I want to ask you guys what what do you think about like that um uh, the goofy like internet thing going around where they're trying to like ban like Stafford like jerseys. That's ridiculous. That's silly, yeah. like, no, it's he's in only well, he's been going like two years. Like ninety percent of the fan is, base only has Stafford. Well, that's not true. He's the enemy, man. I think the fan base has really rallied behind Goff, which is absolutely. awesome. Absolutely. And Kelly Stafford fell for this fake post that said lions yeah. Stafford jerseys were banned and she's like i feel so betrayed by the lions fans. oh yeah it's oh my not, god oh, even a real wait, thing who betrayed who yeah who uh, wanted to leave yeah, detroit i don't remember us who who wanted to leave? Leave? we didn't trade him. matt stafford in his press conference was like yeah i mean i'm coming in as the enemy like i'm not expecting a warm welcome and he's right he is right yeah, he we should. can leave it at that yes. i mean we can Go further. Just I watched I him win a Super Bowl and was happy true. for him, and I hope he never wins another one. You know what? Like I, I, I didn't care. Like when people wanted to support him, I couldn't support him during the Super Bowl run. But like, you better freaking be all in on Jared if you're rooting for this team. Like, there's no Matt Stafford is the enemy, and uh, you know the, after this game doesn't exist yet, so we'll worry about the you know all that later. But like for now, he is the enemy. He's coming in to stop us from achieving our dream. So I think uh, there's no quarters to be found here. So, uh, Kid J, just uh, on that point, though, Jared Goff and Sean McVay, obviously uh, some animosity between the two. 
uh, not a cord to yeah. lending by any means. And th- what do you think Sean McVay, th- does he know, do you think there's any advantage in which Sean McVay can implement in a game plan against the Lions knowing Jared Goff? Or do you think Jared Goff is completely, I think Jared Goff's a completely different quarterback now, whole different system. Um, but what, what say you? I think uh, I think he he can exploit some of uh, Jared Goff's um, weaknesses. I think like I think uh, maybe he'll I think they'll try to maybe you know um try to try to um maybe he's uh Jared Goff is like one of the worst quarterbacks in the league against pressure, and I think they're gonna pressure him a little bit more and try to pre- and try to um uh, and try to get him um try to get him uncomfortable against the rush. And I think um I think they could like change a couple like the defenses around a little bit on him and try to confuse yeah. him a bit. Um, he's pretty good I against think, the blitz. I think he's he's a different been debunked in the last few weeks, actually. He's been elite against the blitz. Yeah, yeah. Elite like against the blitz. Weeks, and yeah. look at the throw he made uh to J Mo uh in the Dallas game. Like that's what we've been waiting for for a while. But I mean he got hit as he threw and he still threw it like fifty yards on a strike to J Mo in the Dallas game. So fifty five yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be more accurate. I'm not gonna say that Goff is better than Stafford, but I, I think will. so many people are still hung up on his Rams days. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy to me. They think he's like, I don't know, Jameis Winston out there. He's better than that. Well, Stafford's, Stafford's looked pretty good this year. 24 touchdowns, 11 picks. Uh, still the propensity to throw that, you know, that nasty interception that just, you know, kills the team. I think we see one of those in this game for sure. Two, um, two. I didn't look at I the odds so of Stafford doing a pick, but, you know, the way if he's playing right now, I like it a lot. He's playing aggressive. I think Stafford's going to not realize that the athletic ability of an iffy at the safety position. It's a rare, uh, especially the length that he has. Um, Kid J, do you think there's a good chance Stafford does a pick in this game? Uh, I don't, I, I don't, I think he's going to have a clean sheet. I think he's going to have um, wrong. no picks. He's going to yeah, throw three. Again, he's going to have three incredible no look passes that just are just like jaw dropping. Like the old, like the old days and like the one in the Super Bowl. He'll have something like that. I think he'll, he's going to, He's gonna go deep into his bag of tricks oh. and uh, and do everything to um, to confuse the Lions' defense. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Well, he threw two in his last outing mm-hmm. uh, against the Giants. What did the Giants do uh, against this Rams team that you'd expect maybe the Lions to implement? Pressure. Oh, I think uh, pressure. Yeah, I think the. I the I think the 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 giant the Giants defensive line is re- really good and I think the Lions defensive line is 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 fine too but I think the, I think the Rams can I think the Rams can keep him at bay and um hold him down and I think and I think I mean I think um having a su- successful running attack which the which the Rams have had all year through uh, in the middle between the tackles between uh ro- rookie Steve Avila and their like new and their new right guard uh Kevin Dotson that they got I think it's really changed the whole fabric of the offense and I think that's going to slow down the um uh the Lions uh defensive Wrong line pass rush again. and kind of kind of make well, them make we, them we a do bit have an elite rush defense yeah, yeah you got to yeah. come up with one of the best feel good in the game about your team but mm. yeah. um, no. hey, Jay, this this feels so wrong oh, feels like Anakin turning to the dark yeah, side this is like he's so brilliant as a producer and then he comes in here just speaking madness and it's just like what has happened no it's like man can i ask you guys if there's anything scary you think about the the rams team uh your top two wide receivers and (laughs) yes out outside of that i think the lions are at least slightly better in every other metric i would agree with that connor yeah those two receivers and stafford that's quite a combo uh they're elite i'm not gonna say they're not yeah 
but uh, but the rest of the team, every other facet, I think we're the, we're better. And special teams, I believe the Rams are the worst in the NFL, if I'm not mistaken, the absolute worst. So maybe we'll just like punt every play, recover the muff punt, and then <laughs> and then go in for a touchdown. You know, I don't know. They're really bad though. I mean, number thirty-two out of thirty-two, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, Stafford would be like the if I if I was to say I was concerned Jack about something, winner. I guess Stafford is the reason. You know, you're irrelevant as a team. And like, I mean, that's just the way I mean, you, you hit your ride to one of the top quarterbacks and, and it's working for you right now, but I don't think it's going to be enough this week. No. So good Jay. Um, you've done nothing to dissuade us of the fact that we think the lions are going to uh, dominate this game against the Rams, but you know, you gave a good effort, I suppose. Um, but is there any last questions before we, uh, I guess, Rudd dog, you have one more question. Oh yeah, I do. On a scale of one to ten, one being that you would never be able to read statistics again or any kind of data or information, and ten being what, that what kind of what kind of the Rams will never win another it, game. How scared are you of the Detroit Lions this week? I am um, negative fifty. Oh, whoa, um, you're scared. I'm negative okay. fifty. Scared. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, that's you know oh, wow you were really worried me there like you've been like talking all this madness about having a chance but then you said that and i'm like whoo whoo thank goodness he's got Rudd Doug, what, kind, what kind of statistics what kind of what kind of statistics statistics like the weather or like sports statistics or what kind of statistics there's lots of them out there kid jay it's not worth it trying to make sense of the scale it's never <laughs> he produces it every week we do this so he's I mean, uh i don't know I think it's obvious what my thinking ways to respond to this so, question for weeks. I mean, it's fairly obvious. I don't want to spell it out for you, but like it just seems your answer just indicates that you are perfectly rel- rationally afraid of where you facing this Lions team as you should be. So, I'm just glad to hear it. The only thing I'm worried about is the after effect when we do our next pod after the game, talking about the Lions victory, <laughs> and we're going to have an angry producer yeah, on our hands. Know, right? And it, it could make for some we're all family contentious, uh, I don't know, it could be rough. That's all I'm saying. Hopefully. Well, I said we, we need to listen to the podcast. He's uh, going to make me sound like a donkey release, in the next you know? episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. <laughs> me into anything. Kid Jay. He's going <laughs> to. Before we exit, you know, before we determine if you can exit the Lions then with your life, we need to hear your prediction. Ooh. For the game, I think, I think the Rams are going to win. They're going to win thirty-one to twenty-eight. Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be an absolute shootout. It's everybody's going to be pulling, yeah. everybody's going to be pulling their hair out. But I think the Rams are going to win thirty-one to twenty-eight. Oh. And you know what? When the Rams come to Ford Field again next year during the regular season, like they're scheduled for the Lions, it's going to be a revenge game. Yeah. Wow. Maybe revenge All for right. the Rams. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Maybe. That's it will be a revenge game for someone. Well, you know, Kid Jay just completely lost all delusional, completely disappointing Ugh. us. Um, yeah. I guess not disappointing. First time I mean, someone associated with, like with the pod. Justin, I'm not disappointed. I'm just really mad. Okay. Send the white coats in. Take them away. <laughs> so, Kid Jay, we thank you for entering the lines and it looks like you're gonna barely escape with your life i guess we're we need you to escape with your life so you can produce the podcast once it's wrapped up 
We uh, let them live. We let you live. Yeah. Tell your friends what happened. You're lucky you're a good producer. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, there's no reason. There's no reason for you to live. <laughs> That's a little extreme. No, it's not. This is done. Anyways, thank you, producer Kid J, for entering the lion's den. Thanks, Kid J. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. All right, so our producer bravely and boldly entered the den. Um, you know, he, he kind of rambled for a while, nonsense about the Rams being good and possibly winning the game. That was- we all know that's a delusion because this Lions team is, and this city is so hyped, so jacked up. Um, the energy is going to oh. be – it might literally blow the roof off the place at Ford Field. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Um, oh, man. You know, hopefully the way – the roof comes off at the end of the game. Uh, so, so we, we, you know, the victory counts. We don't have to delay the game by any means. But uh, regardless, this is this is going to be awesome. And I, I, I've been I don't know if you get about you guys have been kind of following the or watching the, some of the tapes a little bit. Some of the strategies people think that the Rams are going to enable. I, I predict a lot of play action this week from the Rams. Oh, yeah. And I think the counter that the Lions are going to do what they've been doing. They're going to be aggressive off the line blitz on the edge don't yeah. even go after the um the running back uh like from the backside just go attack stafford yeah. immediately uh, yeah maybe go for the th- if you give up a big run because you give up the backside you know so be it i think at least early on but create some of those big plays some of those big losses but again the rams can get to third and long and that's like where a lot of teams are most comfortable against <laughs> us unfortunately yeah but, uh, <laughs> i think we'll we'll see some dime we're going to see some diamond. We're going to see some cover three. I think they're going to get uh, oh, yeah. all the safeties out there. Mm. Um, I, I think this that. is a game where you got to get all your best players on the field as much as you can. Um, and I think CD is going to be operating in multiple roles, sometimes as a quasi linebacker, sometimes as a safety. I, I think Aaron Glenn's going to throw it all. And they've played very passively against the Vikings intentionally, I think, um, to try and not show any potential hands for the playoffs. So I'm very excited to see what. Aaron Glenn comes up with. Um, I'm trying to be a new me in 2024, and I'm going to give Aaron Glenn all the credit. I was saying, who is this Uh, guy talking? I think he's going to have a good game plan. (laughs) Trying to be positive. I'm with you. All right, I like it, Connor. I like it. This is what I was saying. Connor's uh, Connor's building up Aaron Glenn so he can get hired by another team and leave. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! It's like a no-win situation for you. Hey, (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) Anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got to say one thing about the coaching carousel we were talking about earlier, though. 
it seems like the Lions, from, from everything I've read and gleaned out of articles and interviews and stuff like that, they really plan for succession. I mean, they're planning on their guys leaving, and, and they're bringing guys in behind them that can fill in those roles. So, so like, if we do lose Ben Johnson, Aaron Glenn, uh, Disner, and these guys, they, they, they have other guys in place that have been learning and, and you know, learning on the job and they, yeah. they they're planning well for succession. Yeah. I don't think all teams do that, but I think the lions are already doing that to a large extent. So, you know, we, we might see these guys leave, but I, I don't think we're going to see a, a real high drop in quality uh, afterwards. UJ. So I think like I have a point that kind of segues perfectly with that, which is like, I hear so many people like, are putting so much on this game, which granted, look, winning this game is going to be so freaking huge and amazing in so many ways and, and, you know, represents so many things. But like, then they say like, Oh, if they lose, it's just, it's done. It's all lost. It's like, no, like, you know, I, I don't, I don't think we're going to lose. I, I really think we're going to win this game, but you know, anything can freaking happen. It's that's life. That's the NFL. And, uh, like it doesn't matter. Like the future for this team is so bright, and it's not because we just had this one roster caught in a bottle, lightning in a bottle. It's because Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes are the fixtures here with Spielman and Sheila. This team, this organization, is just trending in the right directions, and they're going to have contingencies. They're built the right way, and they're going to groom the next talent. This we're going to generate talent from this organization over the next decade. That's going to be the new coaching tree of Dan Campbell. Mark my words. Like It's going to be the same thing with like our upper management. We're going to have only the best because that's the standard that the Detroit Lions have set. And yeah, yeah, that's why I think they're going to just go. Yeah, more I think within, within a couple more years, uh, Campbell's coaching tree will already out surpass Belichick's. <laughs> May not be that hard, but yeah. <laughs> yeah if he not, hits on one coach, he'll probably <laughs> Yeah, I know. For a guy who's been coaching with as much success yeah. as he's had, and he just can't seem to. Can know. we talk about how Patricia has totally tanked the Eagles? There. Oh my God! We can <laughs> mention really quick. Yeah. Well, yeah. Really. You hire like a golem like that into your team. I mean, it's like that negative energy just sucking out. Like I never want him on an organization. They were already bad when he took over, so I just want to not try to defend them. Their defense was already bad. It was horrible. But, yeah. And they have like. I'm going to blame Patricia. Yeah. I agree. Makes sense to my worldview. I think they lost five out of six after he took over defense. Oh, yeah. Um, I even, I I maintain he's the worst head coach, even worse than Rod Marinelli in Lions history. He was just, I I don't like that guy. Yep. I agree. Definitely public relations wise, I think he was the worst. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it was with his own team. I mean, Slay leaving and stuff was clearly like there was signs. Right. Anyway, that's but the I said he's a positive right, because right. it See, changed. Like, it, the Lions went the complete 180 in culture with the hire of Dan Campbell. Right. So in a way, thanks, Matt Patricia, thanks, Maddie, thank you so bad. for everything you did for three mm-hmm. years to completely reverse the fortunes of this Lions franchise. <laughs> I thank him. <laughs> yeah, he got us to the bottom. Yeah. Thanks, bud. <laughs> Well, you had to get there first, yeah, you, you know. know. Right. <laughs> right. Thank everyone who helped in the journey. So, um, let's get into our prediction segments. Oh. That, of course, is consistent of two separate sub segments. One is mm. our roar of the week, 
the player that has the biggest impact on the game, not necessarily the best stats or anything like that. And then our predictions for the game. So let's start with our roar of the week. Let's go to UJ. Okay, this is this is a really tough one, the roar of the week, because uh, I can see so many scenarios where different people just, you know, having huge contributions in this game. Ah, uh, but I'm going to go, I'm going offense in this one, and I'm going to go uh, Jared Goff, man. Jared Goff, as he's going to show the world hey. the mistake the Rams made and, and the, the Sean McVay thing, and, uh, I'm, and I'm sorry, someone else is probably going to say this too, but this this is the stage Goff's been waiting for this, man. He's going to shine in this game. Oh, yeah, he's he's going to be fantastic. So, uh, yeah, I, Goff, I, I think he's going to have at least uh, – Three touchdowns uh, and uh, probably close to 300 yards in this game. So he's just going to be – he's not going to turn it over once, and he's going to be efficient, calm, collected, and he's just going to take this team to victory. It's going to be a sight to behold. Yeah, I'd like to make a, a, a suggestion, UJ. That was awesome. I, I love it. But can we do multiple roars? I feel like this game warrants it. I mean, it's like – Wow, oh, I'm curious what your your next one is. I'll have to check with the council. Should we go around? Well, um, I mean, UJ one time picked 20 percent of the roster. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, he's, so he's probably comfortable with more. True. All right, you can mention multiple. Just keep it shorter explanation for each one. Okay, then I'm gonna say I'm gonna I, golf is my guy, but I'm gonna throw Amon Ra in there because Amon Ra is gonna be Ooh. fucking killer in this game, and then uh, I think Hutch is gonna Whoa. also have a great game. So there we go. All There's right. my other two guys I mentioned. Nine. That's it. But but my roar. Oh, not a lot of those three guys. My roar yeah. is Jared Goff. Totally no one else. Oh, we were opening it for you, Jay. I thought for Rudd Dog we were opening it for. Okay, Rudd Dog. What's up? Your roar of the week. Oh, my roar. Okay. All right. I mean, my first one I'm going to go with because I just have a weird feeling that this is the really the game he's going to really, really break out and is uh, Jack Campbell. I feel like. He's going to be a real presence that's just going to frustrate Stafford and that defense or that offense on multiple in multiple ways in this game. So I think he's going to get a turnover and he's going to get at least one sack and a couple TFLs as well. So Jack Campbell is my roar, but you got to mention Jared Goff because I think he's, he's the dude. He's the man. Like I just love that this game, I like, the opportunity for him to to cement himself for this team, for this culture, for everything, like go, this whole scenario, ah, it's just so great. So I got to mention JG, and of course then Hutch, because yes, Hutch is like, like so huge. In this game. So that's my roars of the week. All right, got her. You know, uh, UJ kind of said it all, but I I don't think I can go a different way. <laughs> I really think. This is Jared Goff's game. Um, the entire narrative is about Stafford and his return, but I think Goff has put up stats almost, if not as good as better. Stafford in the three years since Actually that trade. Better. Um, better in some respects, definitely. Um, and I think this is where he reminds Stafford and reminds McVay that he's he's our guy. He's our quarterback. I love him, and I think this is going to be the performance where everyone's like, you know what? Maybe he actually is a good quarterback and people just stop doubting him and hating yes. him. Uh, so I'm going to say Jared Goff is my roar of the week. Ooh, yeah, baby. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, so a lot of Jared Goff love. 
I love it as well. Uh, but he's not my roller week. Although I, I think it's a given, really, honestly. Easy, so right? I'm just gonna explore outside of golf. I'm all ball with you guys on the golf train. Uh, th- this is gonna be one hell of a uh, of a story by the end of the game, just with golf's dominance in this game. Um, Sean McVay looking at you know what 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 Sean McVay is gonna be like. I screwed up. This guy's got talent, and I did. I was not able to coach him consistently. Um, and that's gonna be a great feeling from our side thing. Uh, so, anyways, uh, I am gonna go with Ify Malafanu. Mm-hmm. I think the way he's been playing has been super impactful, and I think he. I, I mentioned it in the den. I think he's gonna get a pick in this game. Uh, and I and a, and a sack. I'm pretty sure too. Uh, he's gonna be all over the field. He's been the biggest difference maker in our defense uh, the second half of the season. Can we get three more roars? <laughs> <laughs> Bob, I'm also going to go Lee McNeil. Well. I'm also going to go Frank Grant now. <laughs> yeah, James but, um, yeah. But either way, uh, Ify Malafanu is my roar of the week. And that is everybody's roar of the week. With Bob oh, Bob sent his in. Oh, I can... oh okay. Breaking news. He Bob said, uh, roar. Bob's roar of the week is Jameer Gibbs, 100 yards and two touchdowns. Oh, ooh, yeah, Jameer. Uh, this is the game they finally like it, truly unleash him. Uh, Super sad. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Hey Big Z, do I get a roar of the week? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you get a headbutt of the week or something. Five producer, <laughs> who's your roar of the week? This is Lions My- segment. If I hear anything else other than a Lions player, uh. I'm editing you out of the podcast somehow. <laughs> Who's your well, I think uh, it is a it is a my word of the week is going to be Cam Sutton. He's going to give up uh, 150 yards by himself. See, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. We already heard your prediction. All right, we're going to move on now. Uh, so Jesus. All right, so it's dangerous. Unfortunately, I'm not in control. Of the muting in this episode. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> let's move on now to our final segment, the world famous predictions. Ooh. So, Alliance, it's a 52 and a half over under. We're expecting a lot of points in this one in the dome. It'll be zero to it'll be zero to ten degrees outside, but a nice 70 degrees on the inside. <laughs> uh, this is when you're thankful if you're going to the game that there's a dome. But uh anyways. <laughs> Um, 52 over 52 and a half over under and the Lions are three point favorites. Uh, it opened at four. It's moved down to three and it hasn't moved since. Uh, so I like that. Anyways, let's go around and get our predictions. Let's start with Rudd. Oh, all right. Well, like, you know, it's kind of funny. Like everyone's been talking so much about motivation for this Lions team. Like, uh, like, oh, they were going to be super motivated by that whole Dallas thing. They're and like, we got to hold on to that. We're going to, they're going to be so motivated by this and that. And like, Jared Goff said it best today. Like, they're trying to do this for each other, for their team, for the city, for like, like the things that matter, not for some petty revenge for Jared Goff. That's, I mean, it's a nice narrative for everyone to play around with outside with the Lions. They're focused on what really matters, and that like they have been all year. And you know, there's no doubt this Rams team is lethal. You know, they got the right pieces to be just an outright 
dangerous team. Stafford, those receivers, Aaron Donald and that D-line. But I just don't think it's going to matter because this Detroit Lions team is so focused. We're better. I think we're better talented team overall, but we're just so focused, so set on the the, the goal together. And I think golf is going to be razor sharp along with everyone else. So this is going to be just a, a proficient, devastating performance by the Detroit Lions as they put up 56 points. Not all by the offense. The offense is only going to score wow. like uh, 42, and then the defense is going to chip in a couple of turnovers for tutties. Uh, CD Deuce is going to get one. playoff performance. Yeah, I mean yeah. – Matt yeah. Stafford they hit the over on their own. one pity touchdown at the end just to like preserve dignity. Um, but at 56 to 7, Detroit Lions just take care of business and flush the Stafford narrative down the drain. So that's Run Dogs. Um, prediction a big victory, uh, as you know, we might expect around here. So. Let's go to UJ. What's your prediction? All right. Yeah. I I wish I could say a prediction like 56 to 7, but I, I, I just can't. <laughs> I think this is going to be. Say it, UJ. It's, you can do it. I think it's going to be an exciting game, okay? I think it's going to be. I think it will. we will hit the over in this game. I think the offenses uh, are going to gonna light it up a bit. But uh, we're going to light it up more than them. You know what I mean? And I think our defense is going to make a couple of key plays in this game. So I'm, I'm looking for a high-scoring game. I'm looking for 35-27 to 27 Lions. I think we win the turnover battle by plus two. Stafford with an interception and a fumble uh, caused by Jack Campbell. Thank you. And then um, uh, I think Amon Ra is going to have a great game. Goss going to have a great game. And I think our running game, our offensive line is going to dictate this game. And how this game goes is how our offensive line goes. So look out for these guys. All right? They're going to have a great game. Um, I, I just I just like the Lions here. Like Red Dog, everything you said about the, the team, that the, they do it for each other and all that, it's so true. You know, I know all these teams are – they have their own camaraderies and, and things. And, you know, you, you played on teams. I played on teams. And, you know, there's a bond there, you know. But some there's something special going on in Detroit that I don't think. Why do you, why do you think we're the darlings of the league right now? Because there's something really special going on here. So, and and I'm telling you. So, anyway, yeah, I'll, I could go on forever. But uh, 35-27 is my prediction. The Lions advance in the playoffs, baby. Woo! Oh, baby. All right, we like it. We like it. That's two for the Lions. Let's go. So we got Connor. All right. I think it's going to be a good scoring game. I don't think it's going to be like a crazy, like that one Rams Chiefs game where it was like a trillion points. Um, but I think it's going to be a pretty back and forth affair. Um, I think the Lions are going to shake their third quarter rust off uh, and have a pretty consistent game. And I think it's going to be 28 24 Lions mm. with a key defensive stop for the end of the Ooh. game. And Jared Goff kneels it out. Yeah. And then Dude, Connor and gets throws the ball Aaron, through the roof. And Connor gets Aaron's leg right tattooed on his shoulder. <laughs> well, you got to win a Super Bowl before I think about an Aaron Glenn tattoo. Fair, fair, fair. 
All right. So there you have it. So that, that's three for the Lions. Did Bob send in a prediction? Gunner? He did. Uh, he said Lions 35, Rams 24. Ooh. Lions lead most of the game and kneel out for the win. All right. Well, there you have it. Very close to mine. I do think it's going to be a close one. Pretty close to mine. Um, you know, this, this is going to be a back and forth. I do think the Rams get theirs a little bit, a little bit, but not too much. I'm going to, but I, I, I think there's going to be, they're going to get the ball late, but they're going to need a touchdown and they're going to need a two point conversion. And I don't think they're going to get it. I have 31 to 23 as my final prediction for this game. Goff throws for over 300 yards. Amon Ra, 120 yards receiving on 11 catches. Um, I, I do think David Montgomery runs for about 50. Jameer Gibbs, 70. Uh, this is going to be a really efficient offensive performance. Um, the only reason I don't have them scoring more is because I think they wind down the clock a little bit. Uh, there, there's going to be a running clock issue with uh, you know like a lot of r- successful runs and long drives. So, having said that, 31-23, and all of the Lions fans here have predicted a Lions victory! Woo! The first playoff victory in 30 years! Let's go! Playoffs! 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 Oh, my yeah. God. It's real, you guys. This could this happen. This is so exciting. It's, it's going to be so exciting. Sunday night. I know Big Z, UJ, myself will all be at the game, and Bob. Yeah, so, uh, you guys got to rep. It's going to be amazing. Bring home that dub. We'll rep, baby. You're going to hear me yelling on that. When you watch that TV, you're going to hear like one voice email of the whole yeah. crowd. It's me, me. So uh, I heard UJ storm in the field if we win. That's just a rumor I heard. Yeah, people said I was going to streak. There's a bet betting line if i'm gonna streak across the field but i can tell you right now that's not gonna happen okay tricking the I'm blue kool-aid on your ass just swayed that right now it's not gonna happen <laughs> so but if i but if i do i'm gonna have a big drinking the blue kool-aid thing on my i back. bet you put money on yeah. you doing it yeah. that's why you're saying that so i bet a million dollars on myself yeah no you're gonna do it <laughs> all right so all right all right um <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that. So some of us will be attending the game. And, you know, first of all, I don't know if we're going to have a voice by the end. Uh, that's one Maybe factor. Not. But second of all, there might be travel issues um, with getting the pot out immediately after the game or the night or even the day after until late. Um, so, yeah, probably just about the time I, I, you're done with your drunken stupor and are like waking up from that serious hangover. You'll be like, oh, yeah, the pod's out. Nice. So, um, I, I'm just uh, I'm trying to predict when the next episode would drop, and I I believe it's going to be Depends late Monday or else. Tuesday morning. Be one of yep. those two. Yep. Uh, so, um, well, at- you Lions fans will just be waking up from your hangovers too, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So it's okay. Because uh, I mean, Perfect Monday's timing. Martin Luther King Jr. Day too, so a lot of people have off work. That's right. Yeah, I'm so excited. I have offered. <laughs> That's right. Um, so, uh, it's going to be a hell of a weekend. The Lions starting this playoff march to the Super Bowl. Um, it's just going to be a lot of fun, especially uh, this. The Lions hosting this game is incredible. Uh, we've been waiting for it for a long time, Amazing. and we cannot wait. So, we want to thank everybody for listening tonight. Uh, Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool Aid, Twitter. Slash X at Drinking Alliance. Follow us on there. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know your predictions for the game. If you happen to be in the Detroit area, um, you know, g- give a shout out to, uh, you know, we want to see it. 
all the excitement going around on the game that day uh, and the weekend. Um, YouTube as well at DTBK or search Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid and subscribe to the channel. Uh, it's where we have live streams. Uh, we live stream every once in a while. Love to have you on. Uh, you know, tune in comments. Uh, maybe we get you on even at some point. Um, and uh, sidelinereport.com. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Really appreciate that. Um, and you know, there's nobody else I want to thank at all. Yeah, I don't think there's anyone this week to thank. No, I think we're all. We want to thank our producer yeah, KJ for oh, entering right, the lion's den. Should we yes. do? I, uh, KJ, do we do it? KJ. Do we do it? All right. Thank you to our producer KJ. He does a great job. Yeah. Or, or, sorry, our producer KJ. 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 The Rams suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm booing you, Kid J. Oh, but anyways, I love you. this is temporary, right? Like we're... we do thank him for producing the podcast. We, uh, or at least we temporarily thank him until we actually He's get a great the producer. final results. No doubt. Yeah, but... he's gonna edit it. We're all gonna have predicted Rams wins. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna do some AI, AI voice voices. Thing. Oh boy, look out! We're in oh, trouble, man. Uh, so thank you. Everybody for listening. We hope you have a hell of a weekend. Celebrating the slides victory. We will be victory. back as soon as we can. Recording the Damn. podcast. Uh, get out to you about our reactions to the game. We the cannot game. wait. Victory. It's going to be incredible. So thank you, everybody, for listening. We greatly appreciate you listening all year. And last but not least, as always, go! Go! go. the field a charging team that will not yield and when the blue and silver wave stand and cheer the brave rock 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 go hard win the game with honor you will keep your fame down the field and gain a lion's victory MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.